The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Swung on, launched to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. A miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth cap by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to the Coliseum. As the A's dropped the second game of the series in Anaheim tonight by the score of 6 nothing, And the great story that is Dylan Bundy in his first year with the Angels continues. And coming off a brilliant effort in just his third career complete game last Thursday against the Mariners. In which he allowed just four hits in a run and struck out ten. He went the first seven today and four hits. Of course, no runs. Walk one, struck out ten. And Bundy is now 3-1 and one on the year. And he has 35 strikeouts in 28 and two-thirds innings in the campaign. So he really shut down the ace bats, and the ace bats have really hit a kind of a dormant period. They, it was a tale of two games last night because, because the A's had scored uh, nine runs in the first four innings, but then the A's were limited to just two hits and no runs in the last five frames yesterday against the Angels' bullpen. And the A's for the day-to-day are blanked on five hits, so they have to get the offense restarted. They'll have the shot tomorrow with a quick turnaround and the 110 game against the Angels' right-hander Griffin Canning with Chris Bassett, who's been lights out for the A's so far this year, pitching for the Athletics before the A's come home. Day off on Thursday, Giants in San Francisco on Friday night. So the A's fall to 12-6 and six on the season, and the Angels improve to 7-11. and 11. This is the Clubhouse Show brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage that's coming up right after this. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. This is A's Clubhouse. Chris Townsend with you here with Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics after the A's lose in shutout fashion in Southern California. Not a very fun one, Ken, but I will say this, and we're going to play the highlight. What a play by Chad Pender on Mike Trout as StatCast really loves this career middle infielder in the outfield. That was an amazing catch. Well, as I've said for the last couple of years, I think he's a gold glove right fielder. Now, the A's really don't have a spot for him out there. We'll see if he might get some time in the outfield, Chris, when uh, Laureano begins serving his suspension. But, no, he's a great right fielder. I mean, I'm not surprised. It was, it was one of the best plays you'll ever see. But I'm not surprised with anything that he does out there. Yeah, that's one of those where you just go, 
don't get hurt. I mean, that's where you're slamming into the yeah. wall right there and at, at your mid section kind of scares you a little bit. Took that one look down. He knew where he was. He has great awareness out there. You know, he was drafted as a shortstop by yeah. the A's, but has a great arm, really a plus arm, and he has great instincts for playing the outfield. So uh, he can really play. I think that's my, my sense is now he's been, a, he's been great for the A's playing a lot of positions. So the way the A's ball club is set up, his, his role is to play all over the place. But I think eventually uh, he might find a home for himself in the outfield. Well, let's go over some of the highlights. And, I mean, if you, if you have been following this guy's career in the National League, all you had to do was watch the playoffs in the World Series. Anthony Rendon is legit, and he showed it in the fourth inning. 1-2 pitch. Pass ball sailed to deep left. Back goes Grossman, and it is gone. That's into the A's bullpen on a 1-2 delivery, a fastball that got a lot of the plate. Rendon's second of the series and his third of the year, and it's 1-0 Los Angeles. You know, I don't know if you know this, Ken, but we had a, we had a lot of time on A's Cast Live to fill over the months with no baseball, so... We had, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, we had to come up with some topics, and uh, one of them was rate the third baseman in the American League West. You got Bregman, you got Chapman, and I don't think a lot of A's fans knew. I mean, they know who he is, but you don't watch him a whole heck of a lot since he's in the National League East. I mean, all you got to do is look at the numbers. This guy is legit. He's great. He had a tremendous year last year as a first-round pick, sixth overall by the Nationals. So he's, he's right up there in the conversation for sure. He can play defense. Then, of course, if you look at the NL West and you throw Mr. Arenado in there, that's four pretty good third basemen if you think about it. Well, and there was the rumors that Arenado would go to Texas as they potentially could pick up that contract. Can you imagine if you had Bregman, Chapman, Rendon and Arnado in the same division? My God. Yeah, Kyle Seeger is not a bad player in Seattle, yeah. but he's not nearly of the caliber of those guys we've talked about. And then all of a sudden, what's up with Jason Castro from Castro Valley and Stanford alum hitting bombs against the A's? And here's the offer, and he swings and sends it to center field. Back on it is Laureano to the track at the wall, and that is into the Rock Garden. Castro has hit it out with two men aboard. It is a four-run inning, and the Halos now lead it 4-0. And then it didn't stop in the sixth. Oh, excuse me. Let's stay in the fourth. Goodwin, forgot about that. He went, he went deep to right. Here comes the 0-2, and that's hit in the air to right. That's hit well. Back on it is Canna at the wall, and that one is gone. Third home run of the inning. Goodwin gets his third of the year, and it is 5-0 Angels. And that on an 0-2 pitch. And can Billy Epler put this team together without, without thinking that they were going to outpitch you, but that they were, they were going to outslug you? Well, they're coming alive, and I think you fear that when you come in to play them when you looked at some of the numbers, like Rendon was 4 for 39 when the series began. So you kind of hold your breath and thinking, you know, he might wake up against us if you're Bob Melvin. That's been the case. Otani was scuffling. So, no, they're a much better offensive team that, than they had showed before this series began. Do you think Fletcher would like to play every game against the A's? Well, you'd have to call Cooperstown. <laughs> Here he is in the sixth. 
Here's the 0-1 pitch by Mingden, pitch number 26. And it's a high five ball to left. Angle toward the line, deep in the corner. Grossman right down the line, and it's gone in the first row. And David Fletcher again against the ace does some damage with a towering drive inside the foul line. Down the left field line, his third home run. His 10th hit this year against the A's, and the Angels take a 6-0 lead. I mean, it's a career year alone off the A's for this guy. The only reason he doesn't have more than 10 hits is because he lined out in his first two at-bats tonight. He lined to short in the first, he lined to left in the third. And we'll end on this one. we got to play it. Chad Pender, in a night where you're looking at Daniel Mingdon as a good story, uh, you're trying to find anything in the first shutout of the year. This, though, was a legit play by Chad Pender on a foul ball by Mike Trout. Here's Trout, 3-2, challenge him, fastball, fly ball, right field, toward the line, a long run in the corner, and it's going to be going over the wall and draping himself, and Pinder makes an unbelievable catch. He went across the foul line, deep in the right field corner, and then draping himself and reaching into the stand, suspended on top of the short wall, the side wall over there, makes an unbelievable catch. And a full-out race took one look to see where he was, and he was going down up over and on the other side of the wall into the stands to make that play. The awareness and the lack of bodily harm for a play like that where, I mean, come on, this is a game that really, really is, is, is out of hand at this point, and throw your body around tells you everything you need to know about Chad Pender. And he made it. Like he knew what he was doing, although he was suspended on top of that side wall and took the ball kind of off of the cement where the seats, you know, are, are placed in the first row of the, the stands down the right field side there. But he kind of did it under control in a way. It seems odd to say that because it was such an acrobatic uh, play that he made. But like I said, he knows what he's doing in right field. You know what's going to be nuts about this? season and it's kind of like when I'm playing checkers against my daughter like you think you have the upper hand right and then all of a sudden two three moves later and you realize uh oh she now has the upper hand on me it, right. it, it can flip so I mean it's like two days ago we were on top of the world and then now you're like okay Texas yeah. wins. We'll see what happens with the Giants and the Astros. They're in extra innings right now. I mean, I mean, it's it's like your lead can extend so fast, and it seems like it could evaporate so fast. That's a good point that you make, Chris. And the A's had such an emotional series against the Astros. And you win nine in a row is one of the top winning streaks, you know, top ten in the annals of the Oakland A's. I mean, when you get to you get to ten, eleven in a row. I mean, that's getting to rarefied errors, so they expended a lot of energy and emotion. And so you're bound to have a lull. You're bound to have a little leveling off period. I think it's natural. But what you don't want to do is lose three or four or five in a row. So you can't give up the the ground you've gained. So this is okay, you lose two straight. You come back tomorrow, okay, you lose two out of three in the series. It's not that big a deal. But you just don't want to fall too much back and give up too much of the ground that you gained. Yeah, streaky is scary, good and bad, right? It's great when it's good, right. but when you're streaky and, you know, now you lose five, six in a row, yeah, that's a, you, you need that consistency or you need the people to lose behind you. 
and just don't know how that's going to work. I mean, if, if, if these bats come alive, and by the way, this is a night where you have to give Dylan Bundy some, from some real credit. I mean, you talk about the way he has started this year, 3-1 and one with a 1.57 ERA, 35 strikeouts, 3 walks, 28 and two-thirds. I'm never going to root for Dylan Bundy because he's an angel, but uh, knowing what, what he went through in Baltimore and the fact that he's rebounding like this with a new club, I'm definitely happy for him. And he proved that you can mix it up. He has enough of a fastball topping out at 92, but all the secondary pitches, I mean, he really, he pitched great. He had the A's off balance all night, so well-deserved by him. He pitched a great game. Isn't it amazing what happens when you pound the strike zone? The other thing is I said, because when we saw him when he first came up, and he was a highly heralded first-round pick, and to me he tried to overpower people, but his fastball was straight. He didn't have a lot of the other stuff that he has now with the curveball and the slider and the change. He's learned to gear down. He's learned how to pitch. Now you get out of Camden Yards, Chris. You get out of the American League East. That'll make you a better pitcher kind of almost automatically. But now he has all the other pitches, and he's learned that you can get people out and be effective, and it makes your fastball even more effective when you have the other stuff that's so good. Yeah, that was my whole thing about Donaldson when he went to, to the East. I was like, he's going to have a chance to win the MVP. I mean, where he's playing is a bandbox, Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, Baltimore. I mean, the only place you can't call a bandbox is Tampa. The majority of your games are in hit, hitter-friendly ballparks. It's a really tough place to pitch, and the guys who are successful there, I think it's one reason why Mike Messina went into the Hall of Fame. Because I think some people thought that his numbers might have been right on the border, but the success that he had pitching for the Orioles in the Eastern Division, especially during an era in which the offense had proliferated, I think it really helped him, actually. Don't go into that with the commander. He's going to be throwing war at you and all these analytics <laughs> at you. Well, so. that's okay. His <laughs> commander's asleep. It's too late at night for him. Uh, all right, have a safe drive, and uh, we're back at it tomorrow. We'll see you early tomorrow, Chris. Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. All right, the number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. You're going to hear from Bob Melvin. I'm sure we're going to hear uh, from a couple other A's. And tonight will be a night that you tip the cap. Bundy is throwing the ball well. There is no question about it. He's hot. And this offense, you know... Rendon came into the series, what, 0 for 21? He didn't look like that guy at all. He can flat out swing it. I guarantee you there's national fans going, we really let that guy go? Really? Guy's a monster. All right, the number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. You are listening to the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. It's Banner Up with Mike and Ike Mega Mix. You get 10 great-tasting Mike and Ike flavors in each box. Lots of fun to mix and match for great-tasting combinations. Hit a home run with new Mike and Ike Mega Mix. Also try Mega Mix Sour. Mix it up with 10 mouth-watering sour flavors. Savor the flavor with Mega Mix Sour. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. 
Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Hey, Ace fans, Jessica Kleinschmidt here, and I want you to check out Bok Talk, NBC Sports Bay Area's baseball podcast hosted by yours truly. Listen as I talk all things baseball, discuss happenings around the league, and interview very special guests. We've got players, former players, industry professionals, and some of your favorite A's players will join me as well. Subscribe and download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Bok Talk, part of the NBC Sports Podcast Network. The A's YouTube page is your go-to destination for A's video content. Get access to great highlights, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, classic games, and more. Visit youtube.com athletics. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. So we're looking at the game between the Astros and the Giants. The Giants scored in the top of the 10th inning. It's seven to six right now. A runner on third, one out for the Astros. See if the Giants can hold off and beat these guys. Of course, as an A's fan, anybody playing the Astros at this point is your friend, even if it's the San Francisco Giants. That will help uh, ease the pain of tonight's loss. God, how about all offseason? We were talking about things that could happen in a shortened season. Charlie Blackman's hitting five bills. We were like, oh, could this be the time we see a 400 hitter in our lifetime? Even if it's a shortened season, wouldn't it be cool just to say you saw it? As we've seen guys make a run at it. You know, you think of like George Brett, Rod Carew. Tony Gwynn, when the season got Gwynn finished, what, 394? And was not declining. He was surging at the time. Same as the big Marine Matt Williams was going for the home run record. The elusive number, Ted Williams, 406. I think it would be really cool to see. I don't care how many games you did it just to watch it come down the stretch. And he's doing it for a team that's solid. I mean, the Rockies are tough. One again today against Arizona. We got two outs in the bottom of the 10th between the Giants and the Astros. And as I mentioned with Ken, I mean, it's it, it, this thing can flip fast, whether it's in your favor or not in your favor which seems so different from 162 games 
you know, to turn a ship around sometimes. I mean, you think about some of the A's runs, like 2012. It just takes – you got to have the best record from, from June 2nd on. It just takes – to get that ship going in the right direction takes time. But, man, with today was 43 games. Tomorrow's 42. And I was joking with Ken, like, playing with my kids in these games. It's like, I think I got the upper hand in Connect Four. Next thing you know, I'm done. Checkers, I think I got her. I got to think I got them surrounded. Next thing you know, I'm surrounded by Kings. Remember the old game Risk? Can a lead, can you get that lead that fast and then it just evaporates that fast? I don't know. Not, we don't know anything about a 60-game season. We're just starting to see some trends. And when the A's got nine in a row, they had some huge separation. And it is all over. The Giants have beaten the Astros 7-6 to six in Houston, a final in 10. So that definitely helps. If you're going to lose, you know, Texas got the win today. But if you're going to lose, you don't want to give up really too much ground. Now, despite what has happened the last two days, let's see, yeah, Texas beat Seattle 4-2. to As much as Anaheim has the ability to have firepower, they're just not going to have enough pitching. They're going to have their moments but they're just not going to have enough. And, yeah, maybe the A's, an emotional series. I mean, they truly showed we're an all-in, want to kick your you-know-what against the Houston Astros. And it was emotional. And then you get back on the plane. And, you know what, this was just the second time the A's had traveled versus this uh, during the pandemic. Like, you can't talk about that enough. I mean, these situations that these these ball clubs are in, and that's where the A's were kind of lucky to have a lot of home games early, is you're getting to use travel. You know, we had Scott Emerson on A's Cast Live today. He's just hanging out at the hotel until going to the ballpark. I mean, you're actually just kind of sitting there. I mean, you're looking at four walls until you can get on that bus. Or you can go down, get something at the hotel, but just staying in a hotel sucks. It really, really does. But that's a commitment you have to make. And that's what makes this thing so, like, like, if you didn't hear Scott Emerson, go to athletics.com slash A's cast. We have, uh, we have some downloads there. When I said to him today before the game, there's only 43 games left. So we think of like, wow, man, that's going to go real fast. And he talked about all the protocol going on right now that they're dealing with is not easy. And said there's times where you just want to get back to the hotel and take your mask off. You know, the testing, the, the, the taking your temperature and all the things that they got to do and protocols. And we were asking them today about, you know, what is it like when a pitcher's throwing bullpens and, you know, whether you got like rap soda on them or you got, 
well, I would say track man behind him, but, you know, now I guess it's uh, Hawkeye, and you got to stay six feet at least from the pitchers. He's still in the bullpen. I mean, this is – it sounds it sounds like it's exhausting for these guys. And the A's haven't traveled a lot. They've been to Seattle. I mean, you start looking at the schedule, and I, somebody came at me on Twitter going, you said it was an easy schedule. It is an easy schedule. Whether they're going to take advantage of it or not – yeah, I mean, when you talk winning percentage coming up for the athletics for all the teams in first place, yeah, they got the easiest schedule. Everybody on their schedule is under 500 until they play the Padres on September 4th. But yeah, Angels, Giants, D-backs, Angels, Rangers, Astros, Mariners, all under 500. But can you seize the moment? They haven't been able to do that two nights down in Anaheim. Let's go to Jesse from Pleasant Hill. Jesse, lead us off tonight here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, I, I'm still upset over last night's game. I got to admit it. The, after I hung up with you last night, it just got worse and worse, and it even just <laughs> followed me into today. And it just, I felt uncomfortable all day thinking about last night's game. That that's a game they should have won. They just completely blew it, you know, and I'm not upset about tonight's game because Dylan Bundy is on a hot streak and I actually watched his game against Seattle. You know, he's, he's pitching well and and he shut the A's down and Mike Fires had the one bad inning. I get it, but I'm just, you just can't be giving away games in a 60 game season. And they gave yesterday away. They had a nine to four lead and they just completely blew it. And, I, I have so many questions just looking back on that game, like looking back on the, on the previous two games, why did they use Birch Smith for three innings with a 7-2 to lead on Sunday when they knew they had Manaya the next day? I don't understand that. They could have used Birch Smith yesterday. They completely blew that game. Completely blew it. I, don't, I, just, I feel like you just gave a game away, and it just bothered me all day. And I don't know if it's Bob Melvin's decision or the front office or whoever it was, but it just bothered me all day that they, and I knew it. As soon as I saw Bert Smith coming back out there for two more innings, I was upset then. I didn't say anything. I didn't call him the postgame show. I should have called in. I promise you I was thinking this. Why didn't they save him for Monday? And then yesterday, so you don't have him, so you don't have him. So, okay, obviously you can't put Manaya in there. So what do you do? You pr- You bring back, you bring back Wendelkin. Okay, I'm okay with Wendelkin coming in for the final out of the third inning. But why would you use Wendelkin in the fourth inning? He just threw three innings two days ago. And then, of course, he looked tired. They should have brought in Mangden. Look how he did tonight. He went three and two-thirds, one, one run. If they had gotten that yesterday, they win the game. You can turn the ball over in the eighth inning to Diekman, the ninth inning to Fires, or you could, or not Fires, Hendricks, or you could go eighth inning uh, Soria and then ninth inning Hendricks, or whatever you want to do. Both those guys were rested because they didn't pitch. You should have used Trevino on Sunday with a seven to two lead, and you shouldn't have waited until, and you shouldn't have waited until Tuesday to use Mangden, or you should have used Bert Smith on Monday. It's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. They just gave it away. It's bullpen managed mismanagement is what that was. And it bothered me all day. I had to call in and say something because 
It just, I just was so upset all day over it. You can't be doing this kind of stuff because what happens is when you get to October, you have to be smart. You, you have to have a feel for when to use guys. If I'm seeing that, yeah, you can get to October all you want, but if you're not making the right decisions when you get in there, what does it matter? I need to see better decision-making. Just like I need to see good starting pitching and I need to see good hitting from the guys in the lineup and I need to see good defense, I need to see the front office and the manager and the pitching coach, if they're all working together to decide who goes where, they need to think a little bit clearer, okay? Because they just completely gave that game away and that's unacceptable. I'm fine with where they are in the standings. I, I'm not worried about them making the postseason. I think they're going to do that. But when you get in there, you have to be willing, you have to manage the resources better because that's cost us in wild card games. It's cost us in division series. I've seen it time and time again. And I feel like what, what I saw yesterday is just a repeat of what I've seen too many times before. Bad decisions that have me scratching my head wondering why you did this. Why did you do this? You know who agreed with you, you today know. about last night was uh, the great Dave Stewart. Oh, he did? Yeah, he was not happy about the, the loss. You know, I find it interesting. Now, I think about Bert Smith, it's you want to sweep the Astros. Um, that's why I would say he was in there for when he was in there. They don't trust Lou Trevino, especially they don't trust Lou Trevino in a game that, you know, beating the Astros three is mentally a big deal to, to show to the Astros and to show to your team. Um, did you ever think in your wildest dreams that you would be calling uh, the show, even even mentioning Bert Smith? Like, people don't even remember when that transaction went down, and now all of a sudden everybody, Bert Smith, got to get him in there. It's just amazing how bullpens are so fickled year to year, and you never, never know. Two years ago, Lou Trevino was a darling. Now you're scared to death to pitch him in a game that matters. Well, I mean, what, what all we can do is manage what we have right in front of us. We know who Bert Smith is right now, and we know who Lou Trevino is right now. And Lou Trevino should have been in there in a 7-2 to lead in the eighth inning. Once the ace took that 7-2 to lead, okay, I just wanted to get that off my chest. You know, you really are like my therapist, Tony. I, I wouldn't have felt right unless I, got to, unless I got to get that off my chest because it just really disturbed. It just really bothered me. It really does. And I get what you're saying about the bullpen and all that stuff. But the bottom line is you've got to manage your resources that you have right in front of you. And, and you got to think about the next game. you got to think about the fact that Manaya is not going deep and the fact that you're probably going to need a long guy. you got to think about that. You know, it's just there's so many things that I saw coming and then I saw it not go well. Just And I, there's this feeling that I get in the pit of my stomach when I see the A's doing something that's not going to work out and then and, and it doesn't work out just like I thought it would. Just like I, and it makes me wonder if I knew it wasn't going to work, if my gut said that was a bad decision, why didn't they know it was a bad decision? I thought about you so, tonight when Mingdon was throwing the ball well. I thought about you. Well, I, you know, you saw him, you saw him look pretty decent. You saw him look like a guy. And, and you know what? I went back and looked at um, last year. I, I was wrong. He did do an opener last year in Anaheim. And he gave up. I mean, he he came in second after Soria, 
and he gave up six earned runs in one inning. So that's probably, you know, he did that in Anaheim last year in June um, as a follower. So that's probably yeah, yeah but, but probably, you know what though uh, he has I, I mean let's admit there there've been times where he has come in as the follower or whatever the hell you want to call it and has actually thrown some pretty good innings so it's not like and Mingdon was the one guy that I was like he'd be the worst at this cuz I mean when he starts a game, he comes out so early. He's got this really super long routine. Usually guys like that are horrible for the bullpen. But maybe when you take him out of that routine and you just say, warm up, get ready to go, going to get people out, maybe mentally that is a better thing for Daniel Mingdon. Well, you know, if, if, if Manaya is going to be going the way he is, and we know how Mike Fires is in his first 10 starts or so of the year. The last couple of years, his first third of the season, he hasn't pitched well. Middle of the season, he really ramps up. And then he gets, you know, he starts leaving the ball up a little bit in September. That's what he's done. in. that's what he did in 2018. That's what he, he did in 2019. And it looks like so far early in this season, he's off to the same kind of start that he got off to with Detroit in 2018. With the A's last year, he's getting off to that kind of start again this year. Um, I expect if, if if the pattern holds true and the A's go to the postseason, my fires might be ramping up right when we go into October, which would be huge. But if you know, in the meantime, you might have to pull him a bunch of times. You're going to need Mangden. You're going to need Smith. And I don't know who else they would trust to start. Maybe they might have to trade for a starter. Maybe they might have to trade for Dylan Bundy. I don't know. They might have to do something, but um, in the meantime, you're going to need Daniel Mangden, and I don't think he sucks in this middle innings role, and I I wish they would have used him yesterday because they would have won, and I'm so glad to hear. I'm going to go listen to that Dave Stewart interview. I'm glad. I want to hear him be as upset as I was because it just, Townie, all day. All day I felt uneasy about last night. Well, Jesse, it's Dave Stewart. You know he's not going to be upset. Oh, he wasn't upset? No, he, he he agrees with you. They should have won the game, but Stu, Stu's too he's too cool to be upset. Yeah, I think he's got like a, a big yacht down in San Diego. <laughs> he doesn't need to be upset about anything. He's got three World Series rings, man. He's not upset about what we're upset about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He won a World Series for the team he grew up watching. He's living the good life. I mean, think about that. He and Ricky Henderson used to sneak into A's games together, and they won a World Series together with the A's. I mean, come on. It's the kind of stories that I think need to be told more in the Bay Area. Why those stories aren't legendary in the Bay Area, I don't understand. That's the kind of stuff that everybody should know. Um, Do people even know that Dave Stewart um, used to know uh, Reggie Jackson when he was like, a teenager and Reggie used to sometimes give him rights to the ballpark in his car. And then they ended up playing together on the 87 A's like these kind of things. People should know how just deeply embedded Oakland and the A's are together in this community and the history and how intertwined it all is. I just feel like if this were another franchise, those types of stories would be more prevalent in, in people's voices. Uh, that's why I love A's cast. Cause that kind of stuff gets out more and, we, you know, you're right that it's it's just an absolute no other franchise can tell that type of story. 
Well, yeah, you, you know, it'd be great if uh, somebody did some type of documentary and then we could take it to the city council and take it to the mayor and take it to anybody who has any type of uh, juice in town and say, this is why the A's need to stay, have a new ballpark. This is what they mean. Warriors bailed, Raiders bailed, especially when you gave the Raiders all that money years ago. This is why you need to take care of the A's and show them this documentary. 100%, but I, a sneaking suspicion, I think they already know. And it, but, you know, it's an election year, so you don't want to do anything too uh, controversial in the election year. I think next year, 2021, my gut tells me a lot of things are going to start happening positive for the A's on that front. All right, Jesse, be well, be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Tony. All right, A's with a disappointing loss down at the Big A in Anaheim. We'll continue to talk about it at 510-956-3700. We're going to hear from Bob Melvin. We're going to hear from Mike Fires, And we're going to hear from Robbie Grossman. Of course, you're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus Steelers. Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Out it goes! Unbelievable! Chris Davis takes the team on his back! This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. The A's with the loss down in Anaheim to the Angels as the Rally Monkey actually took it to the A's tonight, six to nothing. And in these two games, they've had their hitting shoes on, and the A's haven't. A's got out to that nine to four lead, and then it's been crickets ever since. And their whole lineup up and down. Fletcher, Listella, Trout, Rendon, Otani, Pool. Old man Pujols had two hits. Jason Castro from Castro Valley. He's just lighting up when he sees the A's. And you've got back-to-back pitching performances where you just go, ugh. I mean, watch him. Anaya last night was tough. How about Mike Fires? Three and two-thirds. Wasn't fooling anybody. Five runs, five earned. He now has a 6.86 ERA, 
And then I look up and I go, 42 to go. 42 to go. It's crazy how fast this thing is going. And when you play every day, you know, when you can't get the Cardinals on the field, but everybody else is playing every day. By the way, there's there's some rumors out there on the Internet that stuff's about the Cardinals. I'm not saying I believe everything I read on the Internet, but... Have they been 100% obeying protocol? You know, same thing we saw with the Marlins. Hey, this is a house of cards. You're not going to take this seriously. Please act Clevenger with the Indians. I commend the Cleveland Indians. Get your ass home and quarantine. The Indians made a decisive decision. They knew it was right. They knew what they should do, and they made the call. It was easy for them. Get out of here. Like I said, this thing's a house of cards. And if you're not if you're not all in on protocol, you are really putting yourself and the rest of the teammates that you say you care so much about You're putting people at risk. I mean, I saw this one thing last night about an IG model being flown in. I mean, even the Marlins, who had the original breakout and everybody was scared for, they're back playing again. They lost uh, in Buffalo. (laughs) How crazy is that? Buffalo. We're talking about that tonight. Buffalo. But it looks like they did a great job with Salem Field. They tricked it out. So they took the model. I only had a little bit of time to talk about it. But they took the model in, in my fifth inning hit. Or they did it in the third inning hit. Whatever. Uh, they took the model of what the, the fake or the uh, let's build a, cl- uh, a clubhouse in the middle of nowhere. I mentioned, like, the merchandise tent. If you were at the U.S. Open last year at Pebble Beach, when you first walked in, they had this massive, it looked like a convention room, and there was so much clothing in there. I mean, you build something like that, and you make sections, you could be six feet, six inches. I mean, you could be six, six. You'd be six feet from everybody. You could build showers, weight room, What These things are massive. Well, that's what they were going to do in Iowa at the Field of Dreams game, but that got canceled, so they took the, the, the blueprint and put that in the parking lot in Buffalo, and that's the visiting clubhouse. And then they redid the two clubhouses, and so that's where the Blue Jays are in two clubhouses. And the lighting trucks that were going to be there in Iowa end up going to Buffalo to give better lighting. How about that? What does that tell you for minor league baseball? That your lighting is so... So these guys are trying to get promoted. These guys are trying to get to the big leagues. The lighting that they play under in AAA is so bad that they have to bring lighting in, lighting trucks, to make it 
up to par with Major League Baseball. That's Triple A. Um, so what's the lighting like in Double A and A ball and uh, Wow. But what they've done in Buffalo, pretty cool. And remember, all these baby Jays, Guerrero, Gavin, Bichette, all these dudes rolled through AAA. So it's like they're going back home to Buffalo. You know, hockey, is their bubble is in Canada, but they would not let Major League Baseball in. And if Major League Baseball is going to do the bubble, how they will do it, I just like the fact that they're thinking about ways. They're thinking about different things. They're thinking about, okay, how are we going to get this in? What's the smartest way? If we have to change on the fly, we'll change on the fly. We'll do what's best. All righty, let's hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin, after this shutout loss. This is obviously the, the second time that you've seen Bundy and the second time that he's been pretty tough on you. What's, uh, what Did you see him doing anything differently tonight um, than maybe the first game? And what was it that was giving your head a shovel, you think? Actually, even more breaking balls tonight, more sliders, a lot of change-ups, curveballs, and then just showing us fastball at times. And when you're going soft, soft, then you throw a fastball, it plays better than the velocity looks. So he just had us off balance. You know, he pitched a great game. I think we're a little bit tired. We got 14 in a row. Um, so we could use the off day the day after tomorrow. But you have to give him credit. He pitched another really good game against us. Um, it seemed like Fires was kind of getting on a roll there before that fourth inning. What did you see kind of just going on there in that fourth? Yeah, it looked like he was he mixed his pitches really well early on. You know, he's throwing some good change-ups. Probably still doesn't have the best feel for his curveball yet. And then got some balls in the middle of the plate. Some of these guys are swinging the bat pretty well. You had said uh, early on that the, this Angels lineup looks pretty strong um, this season. Has this kind of been – they had home runs tonight, I think, out of the leadoff in the nine spot. Does it kind of show what the, the depth in their lineup is right now? Oh, yeah, they had a terrific lineup. I mean, they're, and they're starting to hit a little bit. They got off to a slow start offensively. You know, it's going to be all about their pitching. So when you get an outing like, like they did tonight, um, and they do have some guys that throw hard at the back end of the bullpen – they're going to have some success. So the team got off to a little bit of a slow start. Seems like they're picking up, and it is a tough lineup to, na- to navigate through. How important for you was the, you know, although you were losing 5 nothing after four innings, you were able to go the whole game only using three pitchers, especially Daniel Mean, they got swallow up three and a third there. Right. That was, that was key for us. You know, kept us in the game, you know, right there, where if we get a few guys on and get one big hit, then all of a sudden it's a different ball game. But... Uh, it was it was key for him to do that. He needed to pitch a little bit too and throw some pitches and some innings. And it was good to get Lou back out there again and and throw a nice inning too. So it looks like he's using his his off speed a little bit more. Uh, his curveball and his changeup had a good changeup tonight. So you're always looking for silver linings in a tough game like this. And it was Mangdon and Lou. I know you're always <clears throat> um, when you're out when you're out there. You're, you're just two days away from a nine game winning streak. But I wonder how concerned you are about the level of your strikeouts by your by your offense. It seems like uh, you're averaging, you know, like ten something a game. Two days away from what? I didn't understand that. Oh, two you were two days away from having a nine game winning streak, and now you're. I'm just wondering now about. And we had a nine game winning streak. We had a nine game winning streak, streak right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what? We swung the bat really well last night. We just got outscored, and then today we're just a little bit run down. So. Um, 
you know, if we win tomorrow, we feel a lot better going into the off day. Um, is Pender okay after that catch? And when- I guess I don't know. I didn't when the ball went up. I didn't think it was going to stay in, let alone be caught. Um, he showed us, you know, right away that he plays a terrific outfield. So it, it doesn't surprise you made the catch. But from our angle in the dugout, unless you get out on the warning track in front of the dugout, you can't even see the play. So I still haven't seen it to this point. But he's fine. Well, you better see a replay of that, Bob, because that catch was unreal. That's when you look at a guy who's fighting for playing time, who's fighting for at-bats, who's willing to risk injury in a game where the team's being shut out. And the odds are you're going to win. The odds are against you that the A's are going to come back and win that game. And you're going all out like that. How many guys would have pulled up and gotten, eh, I'm not going to hurt myself in the no fans. We're being shut out. I'm going to do that to my body in a game like this. That's showing you a kid that wants A-Bs. He wants to play. Chad Pender. Middle infielder extraordinaire. Really a shortstop. Could be. I mean, StatCast loves him, his jumps as an outfielder. Loves him. He's pretty special. A rough one for the Athletics coming up next. Also a rough one for Mike Fires. We'll hear from the right-hander on the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. 
Ultra High Tech is making it fun for fans to watch live pro basketball again. The sights and sounds of the arenas are a showy backdrop and a great way to watch the fanless games. So for all of us viewing from home, the league is taking advantage of the unusual setting by trying to bring us closer to the action on the court via a 31 camera setup, the majority of which are being operated robotically. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at geico.com. Easy. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Third floor study hall. First floor homeroom. My dining room table. Wherever school happens for you this year, Staples has everything from notebooks to sanitizer, laptops to face masks. Now at Staples, get 20% off your in-store purchase of hand sanitizer, masks, and other PPE products. Go to staples.com slash 20 off PPE for your coupon. In front of the TV. Ah, no chance, kiddo. Staples. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Ends 822. In-store only. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Curbside available in most stores. Hey A's fans, be sure to check out the Virtual A's Community Corner presented by Kaiser Permanente to view the A's item of the game every home game day. The item of the game will feature A's swag and past giveaway items for you to add to your collection. Visit athletics.com community to buy your item of the game today. Help your community and get a great item in the process. Only at athletics.com community. That's athletics.com community. It's the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Townsend with you after the A's lose 6-0. Let's go to Greg and San Luis Obispo. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, Tony. What's happening, brother? I was a little worried. I uh, I thought you were ducking my calls. I was on hold for a minute. I was teasing the producers that, you know, after last night I was a little fired up. Maybe Tony didn't want to talk to me tonight. No, come on, man. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Well, I made a comment last night, and I want to kind of clear the air a little bit. I was I was pretty hard on the guys last night, particularly uh, you know, Mania and uh, and, and Lou Trevino. And I made a comment that was probably you know I probably misspoke. You know, in uh, in Mania's post game interviews, I made the comment that he seemed clueless, and that was probably the wrong wrong word to use. You know, I agree with you. He's he's a he's a smart kid. He's a sharp kid. And when these reporters are asking these questions, you know, what do you say? You know, I think you made a good point of saying if he knew it was wrong. You know, he'd, he'd correct it and figure it out. You know, it's one of those things where it's, it's you know, it's kind of a tough spot to be in when you've, when you've been struggling. You've got to answer questions. And, you know, I, I was a little bit off base with that comment because I agree with you. He is a sharp kid. And, you know, I'm an A's fan through and through, and I want him to figure it out. Don't get me wrong. I just think right now he's, he's stuck in a rut. And, um, you know, one, one of the takes, one of the questions I had for you, for, to, to, you know, particularly about tonight, Townie, was with Megan getting that, that, that three innings, um, obviously we needed him as kind of a bridge filler because of fire short outing. But do you think that was kind of a, you know, maybe a, maybe a checkout by Melvin and the staff to maybe think that, Hey, maybe Megden, you know, might get the next start instead of Manaya. Do you think that that they were kind of looking to see how Megden would pitch tonight in, in hopes that maybe he would replace Manaya in his next start? Yeah, I'm not, I, I think this is the role for him. Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not so sure on Daniel Mingdon as a starter. Um, I'm just not. I just seen it too many times. There, there, there's been a couple. 
I mean, his velocity isn't where it has been in the past. Um, I've seen him comfortable in this role. I don't know if I'm ready to – I mean, I just – I'm not – what is the difference between Mengden and Manaya starting? Do you think you're going to get either one to go deep for you if they start the game? Probably not. I think that's a fair question. But I think at this point you're just you're just looking for a spark, looking for a change. You know, maybe you flip flop those guys. Maybe you know Manaya becomes you know maybe the bridge filler and can eat up middle innings, and you know maybe you just flip flop them just for a change of scenery. I I, I hear your point. You know, Megan hasn't really proven himself. But I mean, we're going back to last year now, and 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 Manaya with the kind of sour taste in everybody's mouth with with how he kind of pitched in the, in the wild card game. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe give him one more shot, but I, but I think the leash has got to be somewhat short. You know, we're oh. already forty, you know, forty four games left. I, I you know I don't know how much how many more times you can keep trotting him out there. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just kind of a thought I had that you know obviously Megan had to fill the gap tonight, but I thought maybe is this kind of a a trout in a way that maybe you know maybe he's going to get a, a shot in the rotation for for what would be Manaya's next start. It, it was just a thought I had. But I, I wanted one other take I had was the, the first caller Jesse I think made some good points about. Birch Smith and, and, and how he was used. Um, I do question a little bit about, you know, Trevino in a two run game last night. You know, I, I think that was kind of a, kind of a, you know, I don't want to say a bad decision by Melvin because, you know, Trevino's such a head scratcher. He's got electric stuff, good fastball, seems to have good breaking stuff. He just has problems locating. And like I said, he's such a head scratcher because he struggled so much last year and it's kind of continued over into this year. So, I guess when you're talking about decision making, I, I kind of questioned, you know, Trevino in a, in a two run game last night. That was a little sketchy. I, I realized that, you know, the bullpen's a little taxed, and um, you know, you know, Melvin's may, maybe had to play his hand and, and give Trevino a shot. Um, but you know, at this point, it's you can't give away games. I mean, it's it's just it's so short of a season. And I felt Jesse's pain because it was just like, man, we we, we really should have won that game. We shouldn't have gave it away. And you know, we got nine runs, you know, and now you're worried that like now we're in a two game losing streak. It didn't take much. Like you said, to flip flop this thing, you know, we come in tomorrow, uh, you know, God forbid we lose a day game. It's going to be, it's a tough comeback, you know, night game, a day game. All of a sudden, you know, we're, we're three in a row going into the off day on Thursday. It's, you kind of just erase the sweep of Houston and just get swept by the angels. That won't be a good look. So, you know, that was kind of my final take County. Well, let, say let, let me say this to the bullpen is, we never know who's available, who's not. So they have these ranges of how guys are feeling. And there are guys that you can pitch. There's guys that you maybe can't pitch. And there's guys you can't pitch. And we may say on this show, well, why didn't you throw that guy? He might not have been available, and we don't know it. We don't know when Melvin gets all of his information and they're going through the whole thing and putting their game plan together, we don't know who's available and who's not. And that's something that we always have to think about because we always want to act like everybody's available. That's not always the case. That's a great point. That's that's a very fair point. That's why Melvin's where he's at, and you know he's got to rely on his pitching coaches and his guys to kind of know you know, who's in it for the night. So, you know, one last take, if there's ever a documentary about Ricky and Stewart, I'm in, I'm in 100%. That story needs to be told. Um, if there's not a doc, you know, there's been a few little mini docs about Ricky, but I'm the biggest Ricky fan ever. I've met him a couple times. I know one of the guys that work with him, a guy by the name of Walter McCrary, who's who kind of introduced me to him. And, you know, if not Ricky and Stewart's story together needs to be told one or the other, 
Um, I'm with you, man. You know, I, I'm, you know, financially, you know, supporting whatever you need. Let's get that doc rolling. I'm in Townie. Thanks brother. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, you know, there's so many of these players that I remember when we interviewed Joe Morgan and we were talking to Joe Morgan about playing for the A's at the end of his career. He wanted to retire and he got talked into it. But that's when we were airing uh, 1972, when we were getting ready for this short season. We were airing the games from 1972 and talking with Joe Morgan about the big red machines, the hares versus the squares. And, you know, there's so many great ball players that have played in Oakland, and then they end up playing for the A's. It's pretty amazing. I mean, why not do a documentary? I'd help out. I think no question about it. All right, after the game, Mike Fires talked to the media. Not a good outing. Three and two-thirds, five runs, all earned. Um, you uh, got through the first three innings pretty smoothly there, and then obviously there were uh, some big swings in the fourth. Um, was it anything that you could pinpoint in the fourth inning in terms of location, or was it just a few missed pitches, or what happened with that? Um, well, definitely wasn't smooth through the first Um you know, I was definitely erratic in the first, and then um, yeah, fourth they just got me. They just put a bunch of hits together, and you know, big homer by Castro, and that was it. Um, Bob was mentioning maybe you know having trouble getting a good feel for the curveball. How how tough can that be to pitch when you're not really feeling that pitch? Yeah, because then you know whenever another team can eliminate a pitch, uh, just it makes it easier on them, but uh, it was it was maybe erratic with the curveball in the first inning. I kind of started figuring it out a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, it wasn't really that fourth inning was more so like them just putting good hits together and then me leaving the ball over the plate. Uh, you know, three one count to Castro's right down the middle. So uh, you know, Tani got on in that fourth. Good change up away. He just rolled it through the through the hole, pull hole. So curveball left up a little bit. He he was still way out in front. He just put it in the left field, and then you know wheels kind of fell off. So um, it was it was tough. It was tough to swallow, but you know gotta get ready for uh, our next start. The Angels have not had uh, much luck with their rotation the last uh, few years. But it seems that they sort gold with this guy, Dylan Bundy. What are some of the things uh, he, he impresses you more of his pitch? And you've done twice in a row good against you guys. Yeah, he's, he's pitching well. He's, he's got a good feel with all his pitches. So, um, you know, a guy that's aggressive, not going to walk guys, and, um, you know, definitely keeps you off balance. So that's pitching in a nutshell. So um, he's doing a good job of it, but, you know, I'm sure our hitters will tell you that you know, we probably should have had better at bats or probably could have hit them. But you know, when you're aggressive like that, you know, you know you're, you're going to do well. So uh, he pitched very well again. So um, you know, we got to figure him out for next time. Mike, is this uh, the Angels lineup? Is it maybe I guess deeper or more uh, potent than their their felt like the record would suggest? Uh, your guys' pitching staff, you, you hadn't given up very many home runs at all for the first uh, 16 games or so. And then obviously there's been uh, quite a few in the last two games. Um, 
how just how dangerous is their lineup? Yeah, we'd say is top three in baseball. Um, you know, when you got Justin Upton hitting seven, um, you know, even though he's struggling right now, but it just shows you he's in seventh in their lineup. That guy was a you know absolute stud for so many years. So, um, you know, it's definitely scary. Guys at the top just get on base. They find ways on for you know their big guys, Trout, Otani, Rendon. I mean, it's a very tough lineup, but um, you know we. We'll be all right. I mean, we like I said, we had a couple of bad bad starts, you know, but you know we're we're still a very good team, and uh, you know, we'll hopefully we come out tomorrow and play well. Yeah, get a victory. You never want to get swept. Coming up next, we we'll get you ready for tomorrow's action. We got a day game. That's right. We got a day game here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack three. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. The world's greatest athletes stripped of gold medals only to have them reinstated decades later. It's this week's Geico. Wow, believe it. The story of Jim Thorpe takes us back over 100 years. He was named the greatest athlete in the world by the King of Sweden. It was discovered, however, that Thorpe had violated the rules of amateur sports by playing pro baseball. They took away his medals. Decades later, his family was given duplicate medals long after his death to make up for what many call a major injustice. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at geico.com. Easy. Want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia? The Oakland A's Community Fund will host online auctions throughout the season. You can bid on great and unique A's items like baseballs, bats, and more. With proceeds benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Visit athletics.com community for information on the A's online auctions. That's athletics.com community. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. 
NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell Dip and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Nobody has hit more home runs than the Angels. So tomorrow, keep them in the yard. That is a big deal. And the right guy is on the mound because Chris Bassett has been absolutely filthy. He's been phenomenal. I mean, his last start in the Bay Bridge, now he was he came in relief in the Bay Bridge series. He was nasty. And ever since then, he's been nasty. It's his time. He's 1-0 with a 1.08 ERA and has been absolutely dealing. He's funky. He's 6'5". We call him the Prey Mantis. He's coming at you with all these arms and legs, and, you know, he's throwing that curveball 70 miles an hour, and it's as hard as he can throw it. And then he comes back with 94. I mean, he's no day at the beach. And the A's need another big start with innings. Innings. They need some length out of him tomorrow. Going against Griffin Canning, who's 0-2 with a 3.14 ERA. We'll get you ready with A's total access coming up at 12-15. And then we will have first pitch at 1-10. A's get shut out by the Halos. They've lost two straight. Hopefully they'll end this quick little losing streak tomorrow down at the Big A. Have a great night, everybody. Be safe, and we'll see you tomorrow at 12-15. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. It's your home speaking, and I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, could you get that blueberry that rolled under the fridge last week? It's throwing my feng shui off. Second thing, bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and we could save money. Lastly, I know you were thinking of painting the nursery back to off-white, but I'm actually feeling this baby blue. Didn't think it was my color, but I am pulling it off. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. Hit well, back is Upton, at the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.